Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to the most electrifying podcast in all of internet radio today. You are listening to the Sports Wire. Today is Tuesday, December 3rd, 2019. My name is Vinny Abicella and I am broadcasting from a very snowy West Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, it seems like this two-day storm has a has had a bigger impact on it from day two, or night two, I should say. Uh, and the snow is still coming down. Originally, it was, was supposed to stop around 3 a.m., um, but now it's saying it might not stop till 7 a.m., which is going to make the commute going home, for me at least, much more treacherous. treacherous. Anyways... I want to thank you for listening and downloading and and uh, subscribing to the Sportswire podcast that we now power through Anchor.fm and uh, wherever you may find it, whether it's uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever. I want to thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed. I haven't gotten any feedback, but I'd like some feedback about my Mount Rushmore of female wrestlers that I had uh, recorded last night. Or yesterday and put out uh, yesterday. Uh, today is going to be another Mount Rushmore. Today is going to be my Mount Rushmore of tag teams. And of course, I'm not saying I'm only going to put two tag teams up there because there are four heads. Uh, you know, I'll put four tag teams up there. And, you know, I'll tell you why. You know, um, All Elite, Dynamite, uh, All Elite Wrestling uh, Dynamite hasn't uploaded to on demand yet on sling so I haven't still haven't been able to watch it from last week which kind of sucks but whatever it is what it is anyways I do want to point out uh the ratings came in uh today or yesterday I should say on Monday for NXT and AEW from last Wednesday and boy howdy the tales show the Ratings of NXT beat out AEW by over 100,000 viewers. Uh, NXT was over 800,000. And AEW was about 690,000. So they're dropping. They're dropping every. They've been dropping every week since uh, they started. And, uh, you know, people are saying, oh, but they still won in the 18 to 49 demographic. You know what? Regardless, who cares? They're losing in the ratings. Um, but you know, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint, and if they turn things around, maybe they'll get better. We'll see. Anywho, uh, getting on to my Mount Rushmore of tag teams. Again, there's so many tag teams out there, so many great tag teams out there, and you could literally choose 10, 20, you know, of of the greatest tag teams out there. Um, but you know, I'm going to... You know, and, and the way I'm going to determine mine is not necessarily how many times a certain team won a, uh, you know, the, the uh, won the tag team championships in whatever company they've been working in or what have you. Um, because like I said, it goes a lot deeper than that. Uh, you know, how how much they, you know, related to the audience, how much they, you know, it was... Basically the same things I was talking about with the women and, and how you could talk about them and everything. You know, longevity. You know, that's a good one too. You know, and what, you know, what they brought to the industry. Alright, so anyways, getting, getting on with it. My first tag team 
on my Mount Rushmore of Tag Teams is the Dudley Boys. That's right, Bubba Ray and Devon uh, starting out in ECW as quote-unquote half-brothers from Dudleyville uh, and, and in the, the actual Dudley stable with Sign Guy Dudley and Dances with Dudleys and Big Dick Dudley and uh, Joel Gartner. <laughs> Who I happen to think that maybe he was the patriarch of the Dudley family, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but yes, the Dudley Boys, most decorated tag team in the world in history. Uh, East, they've held every major tag team championship uh, from New Japan, ECW, uh, TNA. WCW, when they were in the WWE, and the WWE Tag Team Championships, uh, and I believe New Japan, maybe not New Japan, uh, not Ring of Honor, um, but you know what, Bully Ray, Bubba Ray is still going. Devon Dudley is now working as an agent behind the scenes as a producer for the WWE, but B Bully Ray is still going strong in House of Hardcore and Ring of Honor. You know, and they had that, you know, year-long run a couple years ago in the WWE. Um, you know, they're the, definitely the top tag team. I mean, everything was fluid with them. You know, everything was just so smoothly set set for them. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, the Dudley boys were, you know, and then even when the whole Black Lives Matter movement came out, uh, this was while the... Dudleys were still in the WWE towards the end of uh, Barack Obama's reign of terror on our country. Um, you know, when Black Lives Matter came out, uh, the Dudley boys, you know, held up the sign that says, his life matter, his life matter. You know, all lives matter. Not just one or the, you know, not just Black Lives Matter. Um, all lives matter. But, you know, whatever. The fact is, I really, truly enjoy the Dudley boys' work. Their 3D was just an awesome move, um, and and their longevity. I mean, Devon may have retired officially, but you know they, you know Bubba Ray is still going. Like I said, they are WWE ta uh, Hall of Famers. They also helped to bring tag team wrestling to the forefront back during the Attitude Era with Edge and Christian and the Hardys doing doing the ladder matches and the TLC matches and they put their bodies on the line every time they went out to do it. So for that, I have to say that the Dudley Boys definitely up there on my uh, on my uh, Mount Rushmore of tag teams. Okay, second tag team. The Rock and Roll Express. That's right, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson. Now, now I'm going to be a little bit sketchier with the details with them because they started before I got into, you know, they started in the NWA and Memphis and, you know, they were big in the Smoky Mountain and everything. They've had a very, very short, tiny run in the WWE. Um, and quite honestly, they, you know, I didn't get to see a lot of them. I grew up with the WWF on uh, syndication. We didn't get NWA syndication. 
where I lived other than, you know, uh, on TBS. And I hardly ever watched that. <laughs> but just their, their um, contributions to the industry and tag team wrestling. And they're also still going on. Uh, they strong. They were just on AEW. They were just on NWA. Uh, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson are the epitome of tag team wrestling. Um, you know, even during the 80s, Ricky Morton had a, had a pretty decent singles run in trying to uh, dethrone Ric Flair as the NWA World Champion. Uh, I don't think that uh, would have worked out anyways, but uh, they date back to the 70s, and they're still going strong. Uh, Jim Cornette in inducted them into the WWE Hall of Fame a few years ago, and, you know, what could you say about the Rock and Roll Express? They had their, their memorable feuds with the Midnight Express, and the Fabulous Ones and the Fantastics and, uh, you know, Jim Court and the Heavenly Bodies in WCW, Smoky Mountain, the WWE. Um, just one of the more tech decorated tag teams. Uh, multiple time NWA tag team champions, multiple times Smoky Mountain champ tag team champions. Um, Never held the WCW, uh, WWE Tag Team Championship. Um, but overall, they're still going strong. In their, I think, I think they've got to be in their 60s, maybe 70s. But they're still wrestling every weekend. Uh, so the Rock and Roll Express are up there. Third tag team on my Mount Rushmore of tag teams. And now it's to the point where it's starting to get a little more difficult. Okay? But I've got to go... I've got to go with the Legion of Doom. The Road Warriors. The Hawk and the Animal. Um, and I'm not going to take into effect when Draws was with them. Or, or, or Animal and Heidenreich. And, you know, when after Hawk passed away. Um... But I will say that the the Road Warriors were the were the big monster babyface team, and you would think that they would have been heels because they were so big they could beat down their opponents all the time. But no, they they got their Road Warrior pop. They actually have a pop named for them, the Road Warrior pop. Whenever somebody's music hits and they get that huge ovation. From their entrance, you know it's going down. You know something is starting. Uh, with the uh, Road Warriors, Legion of Doom, they were just two guys from Minnesota that knew how to fight. And that was, those are, that was uh, you know, with Paul Ellering. And, and when they had their, their brief run in the WWE, uh, you know, I don't know if they necessarily, you know, really gelled. I mean, they are WWE Hall of Famers. Uh, Multiple-time WWE Tag Team Champions. Multiple-time WCW Tag Team Champions, NWA Tag Team Champions. They did win the New Japan Tag Team Champions. And, and even separately with other partners, they won the New Japan IWGP Tag Team Championships. Um, I believe... I don't think they ever won the AWA, though. Uh, but 
they are a very decorated tag team. They never went to TNA. Um, and I maybe they showed up there briefly, but nothing major in terms of a run there. Uh, but Amal did come back to the WWE in the mid 2000s with uh, Heidenreich as his new tag team partner, um, which was not obviously not the same as uh, Hawk and Animal. But either way, uh, you know, you all know the Laurinaitis family are big in wrestling and, and sports. Besides Joe, who is Animal, John Laurinaitis is the uh, former EVP of talent relations for the WWE, former general manager of Raw and SmackDown, former dynamic dude with Shane Douglas. Don't worry, they're not on, that team is not on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> um, which was a horrible, a, a fart in church. Uh, but, you know, either way, the Road Warriors, Legion of Doom, are uh, up there. And then the fourth team, and again, here's where it gets dicey. Because you can think about it all you want. You, could, you can justify it however you want. You know, me personally... You know, it's like you want to look at some of the tag teams, maybe the Attitude Era. You know, um, maybe you look at a, a team like, you know, Pat Patterson and Ray Stevens. I didn't know, I didn't watch them. They're before my time. Uh, how about Patterson and Bo or uh, Ray Stevens and Nick Bockwinkel? Again, before my time. Uh, you can also, you know, you could look at a team from the Attitude Era like the APA. Short run, but effective because look at where JBL is. Look who his tag team partner was, Ron Simmons. But they're more for their singles careers. You know, the APA was a great team, but they're both known for their individual singles careers. New Age Outlaws. You know, part of DX. But again, short-lived. And neither one of them could really do great on their own. Um... The Outsiders, Hall and Nash, you know, they revolutionized the industry with the NWO. Um, but, again, I think they were more decorated on their own when they were in WWE, <laughs> you know, as Razor Ramon and Diesel. But, here we go. The fourth tag team on my Mount Rushmore of tag teams is going to be Harlem Heat. That's right, Booker T and C.V. Ray. Now, Booker T did go on after, after Harlem Heat to have a, uh, have a much better singles career, but they are the most decorated tag, most decorated African-American tag team, um, and they're Hall of Famers together as a tag team as well. Uh, you know, just just one of those teams that really changed the way you look at tag teams. And uh, Booker T and Stevie Ray in WCW, because that's the only time, you know, they were together in Global as, uh, it wasn't Harlem Heat, it was something else. Uh, but then they went over to WCW and originally, you know, that's why I don't get what I don't understand. Their individual names were Kane and Cole. I don't know which one was which. How they got to Booker T and Stevie Ray from Kane and Cole, I don't know. <laughs> so, again, that's kind of weird. But Harlem Heat, uh, enjoyable to watch. 
Booker T was obviously the one that you know spun out of that team and went on to be a multiple-time world champion and a Hall of Famer in his own right. Uh, but you know, and again, it's going to be controversial because it leaves off uh, the Hart Foundation. It leaves off the Brainbusters or the Horsemen. You know, Arnon Tully or Arnon Oli or whatever. <laughs> you know, again, and it leaves off like Power and Glory. You know, Hercules, the, the revival. You know, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I would, I would never put the Young Bucks up there. Because to me, they're not even close to anybody on the list. They're, they're wannabe Rock and Roll Express. That's the way I'll put it. Uh, but definitely a great, uh, definitely great teams. A lot of great teams in history. I wish they would do better with their tag teams. You know, you got the New Day. Where are the Usos? You know, you've got the AOP now who can be fantastic if they book it right. Um, so we'll see how tag teams go forward. Um, I really like the Revival. I really liked uh, I really liked the undisputed era, you know. So there's a lot of good tag teams out there that could still make an impact on the industry. But for right now, that's my Mount Rushmore of tag teams: the Dudley Boys, the Road Warriors, the Rock and Roll Express, and Harlem Heat. All right. So with that said. I want to thank you all for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another, another Mount Rushmore list, probably Mount Rushmore of uh, factions or managers. My name is Vinny Apsell. You can follow me on face on um, Instagram. I mean, I'm sorry, on Twitter at SWE. Follow Sportswire on Twitter and Instagram at Sportswire Audio. You can go ahead and uh, email me. Email me some feedback. Come on now. Sportswireaudio at gmail.com. You can also go to sportswireaudio.com and go to our, to go to our anchor.fm page, which is uh, anchor, you know, uh, our homepage, and you can go ahead and support, uh, support the show. And thank you for subscribing. Leave us a five-star review. And I will be back tomorrow with another Mount Rushmore list. Right here on the Sportswire. Have a great day, everybody.